All right, everybody. What's going on, everybody? We are live yet once again. Hey, everybody that's tuning in on Anchor and any other podcast platforms, I thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you very much. So grateful to you guys that you guys are following the pain fighter himself, Reverend Lyle Lewis, and to you guys that are with me live on YouTube. Thank you very much. Love you. Appreciate you. If you guys can, click like and subscribe. Let me know that you're out there. Let me know that you're listening. And by all means, click, keep, play, blah, sorry. By all means, please like the channel. Um, let me know. I mean, uh, click the bell icon. Hey, if you guys got any kind of questions, comments, hey, you guys just want to give God the praise, say the Lord is good, put it down in the comments for me, okay? So, we're going to go ahead and move on. Um... Let's go ahead, you guys know how I do things. Let's go ahead and move on with the formalities. You know, my name is Reverend Lyle Lewis, where I'm a minister at the Word Evangelistic Church. That's right, I am not the pastor, I'm a minister. The reason why I make sure to, you know, uh, put emphasis that I am not the pastor is so that should anyone um, wind up at the Word Evangelistic Church, they're not looking for me to get up behind the pulpit and preach a message, you know, you know that like, hey, you'll see me in the church, you know, as a minister, which, you know what I'm saying, I'm a minister at the Word Evangelistic Church. You get up there looking to see my pastor at the Word Evangelistic Church, where our co-pastor at the Word Evangelistic Church is Prophetess Denise Townsend. Very great people, humble. You got to love them. Trust me, when you see them, these are two individuals who are truly blessed by God. And this is my pastor, very knowledgeable, very wise. He's the one that taught me. I, like I, always, like, I always tell everybody, if you like what you hear from me, you're going to love what you hear from him. So if you like what you hear from me, please, by all means, go to our other YouTube channel at the Word Evangelistic Church um, on YouTube, and please check us out. We got lists and lists and lists and lists and lists. My pastor, that man, he loves to teach the Word of God. There's, there's like, you know, he's like, you know, he helped me to get passionate about the Word of God. You know, oh, I lost my um, He helped me to get very passionate uh, about the Word of God, and... Um, uh, man, I mean, it's 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 to, to, to the his, the amount of knowledge he has, um, the amount of wisdom that he has is phenomenal when it comes to the Word of God. I mean, the man of God has. I mean, he's been saved since 1979. He's been pastoring since I want to say 85. So he's got a lot of experience in teaching the Word of God and you know dealing with God and dealing with himself and you know like all things you know in the Word of God. So by all means. Word Evangelistic Church on YouTube, uh, wordevangelisticchurch.com. Check us out on Facebook or just Google us and, you know, check us out. Um, so, but let's go ahead and move on. Um, so today I wanted to talk about gratitude. Now I did a little short that talked about how you should be grateful and this and that and this, but now I want to go ahead and do the full show. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, it's going to be a good show. Okay. Now, mind you, um, we're going to go ahead and we're going to like, we're going to do, we're going to scripture this one up. Now, mind you, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I encourage everyone out there to get saved. I encourage everyone out there to turn to God. I encourage everybody out there, you know, uh, because we all have problems. We all got things that we're going through. It's the reason again, why I named this the pain fighter show because life is painful, but it doesn't have to be. If you know how to deal with things, if you know how to do things, Things don't have to go bad. You know what I'm saying? If you fight life back, eventually it'll give you what you want. So, you know, um, but I'm going to go ahead and like go into the scriptures with this one because it's, it's, it's when you talk, when an individual talks about gratitude, you know, um, especially those that are saved, you know, you got to look at it that it's more than just uh, saying thank you to God. So you got a lot of people, they praise God. They say thank you to God. Thank you, Jesus. And then that's about it. When you talk about being grateful, they're just like, oh, okay, well, I am grateful to God. I, you know, being grateful to God is more than just saying thank you. Being grateful unto God is more than you just saying, hey, Lord, I thank you. Just saying in a prayer, I thank you for waking me up. I thank you for the blessings. I thank you for this and that, that and this, blah, blah, blah. You know, you got to learn to be grateful for like everything. And, 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 and I know it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? And this is the reason, like, it's very hard for a lot of individuals who aren't saved to get saved when they hear this, that you got to be grateful for both the good and the bad. You know what I'm saying? Job said, you know, shall I receive only good from the Lord? Not bad. You know, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's God speak, said in the word of God, um, you know, that the sun shines on the good and the, the, on the just and the wicked. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, no matter where you look at in the Bible, there is good and good and bad. There is 
you know, an upside and a downside. There's a positive and a negative. But here's the thing. And even a lot of people, you know, millionaires, billionaires, they understand this concept of gratitude because they'll tell you all day, like, you know, you got to be grateful. You know, they tell you to keep uh, journals for gratitude and all this other kind of stuff. Now, I mean, if if they're doing it and, you know, they're billionaires, billionaires, what about us that are, you know, the children of God? Why can't we be grateful? Now, I'll tell you why it's hard for us to be grateful, especially those of us, especially those of us that are saved, those of us who don't really have too much of anything, those of us who are like really struggling in life. I'll tell you why it's, uh, it's, it's very hard. Let me see if I can go ahead and get my camera straightened out a little bit better. There you go. I'll tell you why it's harder for us to be grateful than it is for those. You look at them and it's like, it's easy for them to be grateful because they have. They, they're not lacking in things. They got the stuff that they want in life. You know, they got money. They're not struggling to pay their bills. They're not, you know, battling this kind of sickness and they can't pay for their medication. They're not, you know what I'm saying? They're not living paycheck to paycheck. So yes, they got a lot to be grateful of. Understand this. You do have a lot to be grateful of. You don't need tons of money and materialistic objects to be grateful. You can be sick on your, you, you can be on your deathbed and still be grateful. Why? You still have one more minute of life. You could be grateful for the life that you have. You could be grateful for a sound mind. And when I say a sound mind, I don't necessarily just mean a peaceful mind. You got peaceful minds and then you got sound minds, meaning that you're a mind, you have a mind that can think clearly. Okay? You'd be surprised how many people out there do not have that. They don't have a mind that they can use where they can think clearly. They got a mind where when they go to think about things, they got 155 voices in their head telling them to go this way, do this, do that, be it demons, be it a bad conscience, be it they're schizophrenic, whatever. You have, you know, people where they're just, you know, their brains are all, their mind is all over the place. It's hard for them to have a collective thought. It's hard for them to process things. It's hard for them to put things together. So you can still be grateful. You can be grateful for the use of your limbs. You're waking up this morning, your health and strength. You can be grateful that you have a job. There's a lot of people who wish, you know what I'm saying? For those of you who just, you go to work and you hate your job, there's somebody out there who wishes they had your job. They wish that they had their, your job, okay? And you, I know you're like, hell, I give it to them. Trust me, you go and find them, they'll take it. So, you know, there's, there's you know, they're, 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 be grateful you got a car. Be grateful that you got a bus fare. Be, you, there's, you can be grateful if you want to. All right, let's get this one thing straight before we dive into the scriptures. You being grateful is something you have to want to do. Stop blaming it all. There's nothing to be grateful. You got to want to be grateful. If you want something, you'll find a way to do it. You'll find a way to get it. You'll find a way. Okay? It's the same way that they always say, if your child or somebody that you truly did love was like hanging off of a roof and they told you, hey, look, you need to get up there. The only way that they're, that they're gonna get saved, you gotta get up there and find a way to get them. You're gonna find a way. You know what I'm saying? If you have it where somebody was like, hey, uh, if you, I'm just saying, um, for example, like if they said, if you live in New York and they're like, hey, if you can get here in five days, if you can get here to California in five days, everybody who does not live in the state of California, if you can get here within the next five days, I will give you a million dollars. I guarantee you, you will find a way. You'll, 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 you'll deny rent. You'll deny bills. You know what I'm saying? You'll get loans, whatever. You get cop, plane, train. You'll drive a car. Whatever it takes, you'll get there. You get what I'm saying? So it's more or less about what we want. Do you want to be grateful? Do you want to show God gratitude? Do you want to show gratitude for things that's going on in your life? Or do you just want to sit around and being a victim? So you got a lot of times where everybody just wants to be the victim. Everybody just wants to say, oh, life is hard. Oh, life is unfair. Oh, it hurts. Life sucks. Blah, blah, blah. Look, it is only that way because that's how you want it to be. If you don't want it to be that way, change it. The first step in changing it, show gratitude. Don't get me wrong. It's easier said than done. I will say that. It's easier said than done. And the only reason why I say it's easier said than done is because when you're an individual who's always negative and cast down and angry, sad, depressed, blah, blah, this and blah, blah, that, you wind up getting into a mode and a cycle where it's like, that's just the norm for you. So it's hard to break out of that. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to break out of that because what happens is you put yourself in a position where this is comfortable for you. Being negative and cast down and depressed and sad and all of it becomes comfortable for you. That's your comfort zone. So stepping outside of that comfort zone to where you're trying to look to be positive, to where you're trying to talk yourself up, 
So you got a lot of people, they are the way they are because they talk themselves down. They call themselves names. They tell themselves that they're not anything in life. You are something in life. You are somebody in life. Prime example, there have been many times, okay, that I have been called, and I'm not talking about in just like, in my, I'm talking about like, you know, like it, 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 you know, this has been, God, man, look, like, oh my, man, I, let's see, man, it's, it's hell, it's still happening to this day, where I got tons of people, you know what I'm saying, who tell me how much of a nothing I am. I got tons of people who tell me how much they don't like me. There's people that when I do something wrong, they tell me how much of a man. I'm, you're not a man. You ain't. You're, you're no. You're nothing. I wish you were never part of this family. I got all kinds of people that tell me these things. If I listen to them, which at one point in time I was, I was listening to them. I was taking what they said for face value. Okay, I was listening to what these people were telling me, and I was like, it must be true because. This is what they see. But you gotta understand, it's not about what they, don't get me wrong, you do have it where people see stuff about you that's true. But then there's a lot of time where people see stuff about you and they basically speak out of whatever emotion that they have at the time. They basically speak to say things to hurt you, okay? If you're doing everything you can out there and they say that you're less than a man and less than a woman, but you know that you're giving 100 and you're 100 plus percent, no, you're not less, that's just how they feel. So you gotta learn what it is that what people feel and what actually is fact. And you gotta learn how to distinguish between the two. Don't let people tell you what you are and are not because that winds up, and here's what it did to me, it winds up getting into your mind. It goes words that they said got into my mind and then I was like, well, I guess I am nothing. I, I guess I guess I am less than a man. I, I must be an idiot. I must be stupid. I must be ugly. I must be this. I must be that. And then next thing you know, it put me in a position where, I mean, it's just you. You, you know, you're sad. You're, you're, you're there's nothing that you can't find. Why? All this because of what somebody else said? No. When I scratched what everybody else said about me, when I scratched how everybody else felt about me, when I moved all that away. I learned to show gratitude to God, number one. Number two, I learned to start talking upbeat. You're having a bad day, say you're having a great day anyways. You're in pain, say you feel good. The Bible says, let the weak say I'm strong. The Bible says, life and death is in the power of the tongue. It starts with gratitude. And then it also starts with how you talk upbeat of yourself. Okay, I'm gonna talk, I'm gonna do a message about, you know, how we, you know, we use our words as, you know what I'm saying, your words are very powerful. I think I did that. Um, if you guys want to check it out, I think I do have it on my in my podcast um, platform. Um, wherever podcasts are listened to, check me out, Reverend Lyle Lewis. Um, yeah, go check that out. I do believe that I have a, a message that talks about, you know, the power of words and things like that. But, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and do another show for you guys on YouTube. And then also just to revamp and touch up on some good things. You know what I'm saying? Hits a couple of old points that I had covered it before. And hit some new points that the Lord had brought out for me. So, you know, it's, it's it, by all means, please stay tuned. I got many great things coming up for you. So, but, you know, it, 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 if you talk a beat, if you give gratitude of your own. And mind you, gratitude is not just saying. It starts... With, you know, just you talking, you know, hey, I thank you, I thank you, Lord, this and that. It starts there. That's a good place to start. But that's not all of what it consists of. See, gratitude is not just, you got to live your life in a gratitude way. What do you mean? Meaning you have to live your life in a way where you are thankful. You're showing it through your lifestyle. You're showing it through your actions. You know what I'm saying? Prime example. Here's what it is. Uh, I remember when, you know what I'm saying, when I was battling my asthma very horribly, I was somebody, I was just, hey, Lord, I, I, I learned how to pray, took my prayers to God, and I said, Lord, I thank you. Started with the mouth. I thank you that you delivered me from my asthma. And this is while I was having asthma attacks. I mean, like, there are times where I'm, like, in the middle of an asthma attack. I'm struggling to breathe, and I'm like, Lord, I thank you for my deliverance, because I know it's coming. I thank you that I am delivered. I thank you for it. And then next thing you know, I went forth and acted as though I was delivered. What do you mean? Meaning I didn't lay around just like, I got to go to the hospital. If you got to go, don't get me wrong. You got to go to the hospital, go. But I'm just saying, you know, just follow me. I didn't lay around helpless, okay? I didn't lay around like, you know what I'm saying, like the man at the pool. You know, I didn't lay around like, oh, I need somebody else. No, 
I went forth, I did what I had to do, took whatever medications I had to take. If I needed to go to the hospital, I went to the hospital. I did that. I thank God for the doctors. I thank God for the medication. I thank God for the health and strength that I had. Let's see. I thank God for the health and strength that I had. And then I went forward as if everything was okay and took God at his word that he said he would heal me. Okay? Showed gratitude. Showed faith. And everything started to unfold itself to turn out for the better. You got to understand, you can't just say it. It's a good place to start, but you can't just leave it at just the mouth. You got to show it through your lifestyle. You got to show it through your efforts. You got to show it through faith by just going out there. If you are saying, I want a house, okay, put yourself in a position, start thanking God for the house now. Even though you don't have it, start thanking God for the house now. Then... When you get to a point where you know, okay, now you started thinking God for the house, go out and start looking for one, even if you don't have the money. Lord, I thank you for showing me the right house. I thank you for showing me the right apartment. I thank you for showing me the right car. I thank you for showing me the right husband. But be careful with your spouse's thing. That's that's a whole other topic. I'll talk about that later. But you know, I'm just saying. So, but you know, you you're 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 now what it is, you're 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 grateful and you're going out on faith that the Lord will lead you, mind you. Never go into prayer about things that you're trying to get or things that you're grateful for. Use the word of God. Never go into prayer without scriptures, okay? If you're going to go into the word of God, go into the word of God with scriptures. Scriptures that show that, that, that have the Lord, uh, 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 his promises that he'll deliver you, that he'll set you free, he'll this, he'll that. Have it where, you know what I'm saying? Bring those promises to him and then thank him for the promises even though they haven't been fulfilled yet. Mind you, word of God is settled in heaven, Okay? The word of God is settled in heaven. So therefore, if God said he'll do it for you, he will do it for you. You just got to trust him and move on. All right. The same way that you go to work every day and you trust that they're going to have your paycheck after two weeks. That's the same way you got to do with God. Okay. You got to go. You know what I'm saying? And just, just you say your prayers and, and go do your work. you know what I'm saying? Do the works that show that you are grateful for whatever it is you're asking for in prayer. Do the works, what do you mean do the works? Go and act as if you already have it. Go talk about it as if you already have it. Go talk about it as if you know, you're gonna be getting it tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And keep yourself, again, upbeat about it. God loves an individual that is cheerful, okay? Everything that you do, God loves it when you have a very cheerful disposition about yourself. He loves it when you have a positive frame of mind. He loves it when you have a cheerful attitude. He loves it when you have a very cheerful and upbeat spirit about yourself. Why? Because God is life. When you are happy then when you are grateful and when you are just like full of joy and whatnot, you're full of life, okay? You're sending up what, what, what's called, what they call in the Old Testament, sweet savors unto God. Okay, because what it is is when God sees that you're happy and even though he'll look, God sees, mind you, you got to understand, God sees and knows all things. Okay, so therefore when he looks around, he sees that you're in all kinds of turmoil, all kinds of mess, all kinds of this, all kinds of that, yet you're still smiling and thanking God and you're still pushing through everything as if everything is a-okay, God will work in your favor. Now, now, the amount of time it may take him to come, eh, you know what I'm saying, but he is coming. You got to just trust that he's coming. Okay, and that's, uh, that's the reason why, you know, I, I preach on, you know, on the YouTube channel and also on the podcast that patience truly is a virtue. Okay, patience is truly a great weapon to use in life, in salvation, in anything that you go to do. All right, you got goals that you're trying to set, set your goals, but you got to understand patience, 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 because things aren't going to always work out. You're going to have setbacks, you're going to have roadblocks, you're going to have People that's going to get in your way, you're going to get in your way, whatever. You just got to be patient enough so that then this way you think clearly. An individual that's patient is an individual that thinks. They're not in a rush to get things done. They're just like everything, they can process everything and they can just move about. But we're going to go ahead and dive into it. Yeah, before we get way, 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 way off the whole dog on, you know, system, we're going to talk about gratitude today. Like I said, there's so many things. Man, when I get to talking, I get to talking. So, um... But we're going to go ahead and, like I said, we're going to dive into the scriptures with this one. Um, now, we are coming from Psalms 34, uh, starting at the first chapter. It said, I will bless the Lord at all times. 
His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Now, what does this mean? Well, this is David talking about, you know, his gut about God. Mind you, look at David. Anybody, if you haven't read the Bible, read the book of Psalms, read the book of Kings, read the book of Samuel, read the, you know, there's a lot of things that they start talking about David. And David was a man who, he wrote the book of Psalms, which is basically a lot of, you know, a lot of praises and thanksgiving unto God. You know, if you need to like put yourself in a good positive state of mind, read the book of Psalms. That's a very, very good book uh, to read. So, um, but you look at David, David went through a lot. You know, he started from nothing. Okay. He started as just a little, you know, shepherd's boy and then rose up to be king. Okay. Now it's no telling how long it took for him to go from the shepherd boy to be king, but it did happen. And the whole time that it happened, David was grateful the whole way up. Okay. There was a lot of things that came against him. He had to lead people. They kind of, they were, they, they, they didn't want to follow him because you know, things were going bad. Things were going wrong. Saul was out to kill him. You got, you know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, he kept his focus on God. Okay. When you're an individual who's showing gratitude, you have to maintain a focus point. Okay, if you are trying to set a goal, maintain that focus point on the goal and keep moving. Don't look to the right and the left because these are things that are gonna cause you to, cause your gratitude to fade. They're gonna cause your gratitude to get weak. You look at me, okay, prime example, look at me. My goal is not only to have it be where, you know, I can get you guys, you know, I can get, you know, tons of people to listen to me and to follow me again, not for the YouTube algorithm, follow me so that then this way I can help get you guys into the kingdom of heaven. I'm not trying to get you guys to follow me so that we can build up YouTube. I'm not trying to get you guys to follow me so we can build up Facebook. I'm trying to get you guys to follow me because those are, you know, those are souls that, you know, we can, we can get into heaven. That's, that's, that's my main thing. You know what I'm saying? People who, you know, and those that, that, that just need encouragement or need a good, you know what I'm saying? They need, I'm trying to help build people up. That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. I thank you for those who have sent donations. I thank you for those that have, uh, you know, you guys have helped support me, things like that. That's, you know, I, I thank you for that. And anybody else who wants it, um, just let me know. And uh, you know, I appreciate you, but Again, I'm not looking for individuals who are, I'm not looking to build a following, at least not as this. You want, you know what I'm saying? If, if, I, now, now I will say, shameless plug, um, I will say that this, that's how it is for Two Black Eyes, um, the, the channel that I do. I will say that that's how it is for my comic novels page. I will say that that's how it is for the new show I got coming out, Ephraim's Too Loud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, those, hell yeah, I'm trying to make money and I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want followers. Yeah, we can build up the YouTube app, but not here. Not here. I want you saved. I want you inspired. I want you built up. I want you grateful. I want you living your best life. Here, this is what I, I want you in a positive state of mind here. It's not about me gaining here. It's about me giving back so that you can gain. That's what I want. Because if you can gain in God, if you can gain in life, if you can gain against things in life and all the hardships and pains of life, then I've done my job here. All the other places where I'm trying to entertain and get you to laugh and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to build a following. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to build, you know, all kinds of followings there. But here, I don't want a following like for YouTube and I want a following of individuals who because the Lord called me to preach the Lord gave me the gift to be able to spread the word of God and be able to tell the word of God to where people can understand it and where I can actually get out to people and reach people to where they can go ahead and follow and go into heaven I'm going to teach you the truth nothing but the truth that's all I'm going to do I'm going to tell you the word of God whether you like it or not that's how my pastor taught me to view it because that's how he does it when he teaches the word of God. And I am grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, see how I'm putting stuff in operation. That's right. But I am grateful that the Lord called me to be a minister. I'm grateful that the Lord has given me health and strength. I'm grateful that the Lord has given me longevity, healthy lungs, this and that, that and this. I'm grateful that he delivered me from asthma. I'm grateful that he delivered me from injuries and things like that. Why? Because. I know that if I, there was a, I look, okay, I look at people who have, they deal with pain all the time. 
which is one of the main reasons why I started, I named this channel Pain Fighters because originally um, it was going to be a podcast dedicated to individuals who have family members who deal with pain. My wife, she deals with chronic pain a lot. And I was just like, you know, then of course, like I said, I dealt with asthma for a big portion of my life. And so this is people who, it was, it was supposed to be like a podcast just dedicated to people who have to deal with people with sickness and pain and this and that. And I was just wanting just to, you know, get on there and tell the world, you know, hey, you're not alone. Um, you know, you know, hey, you know, we'll make it through this, this and that, that and this. And then as time went on and, you know, I just more or less turned it, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm like, you know, I can do more spreading the gospel of the word of God. I can help more people doing doing that. Then I can just telling people because, you know, you, you have where I can give you hope for the moment while you're listening to me. But if I give you the word of God, then I'm, I've given you hope even when you turn me off. Even when you turn the podcast off, when you turn YouTube off, if you keep in remembrance what I told you, I have not only just given you hope for the moment, I've given you hope for the future. I've given you hope that you can't, that, that isn't just going to last you for the time being. It's going to last you beyond. You know, something you can carry with you. So that's the reason why I changed the pain fighter. I changed the whole thing. I was like, yeah, I'll keep pain fighters. I just like the name. But I said, I'm going to keep the whole pain fighter thing because it's like, hell, life still hurts. You know, life is still a painful thing. But if you know how to deal with it. And I thank God that I've been taught how to deal with life. I thank God that, you know, I thank God for things like my faith, the my mind, my health and strength. I thank God for these things, small things, small things. Why do I thank God for the small things? Because you got to understand if you want number one, if you can't thank God for the small things, you're not going to thank him for the big things. Don't think that you're going to sit up here. Oh, I'm going to thank God when I get, you know, when I get my first million, if I get this, if I want, I'm just, you shouldn't be playing the lottery, but I'm just using that as an example. Oh, if I win the lottery and I win the mega million, you know, $46 billion jackpot. Oh, I'm going to thank God. Well, hold it. You didn't thank God for the little paycheck you were getting. You were talking, walking around, talking about how much you hated your job. Start with the small stuff. Thank God for the job. Start with the small stuff. Even though you may not necessarily like the job, still thank God for it. Hey, I thank you that I have a job. I thank you that I have a means to pay my bills. I thank you that I have somewhere to go during the day because there's a lot of people who wish that they had something to do during the day. There's a lot of people who are at home like, I wish I had the health and strength to go and work a job. I wish I had a job so that I could pay my bills. I wish that I had a job so that I could just go somewhere and get out of the house. They don't have these things. You do. Okay, trust me, there's a lot of people who are looking at you and I know it is hard to believe because there's a lot of us out there, we're going through things. Look, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like, like what you're going through isn't bad. There's a lot of people who are going through some serious, hard, rough, bad stuff. You are, okay? But trust me, there's somebody who's in, in there, they're, they're tucked away in a corner somewhere and they admire you. They wish they were in your shoes. There's some people out there that even know the hardship you're going through and they're like, I'll take their hardship over mine any day. Trust me, there is. There was, um, there was, a uh, uh, they had like a little cartoon sketch. I think I talked about this before, but they had this little cartoon sketch on, I was seeing it on Facebook, right? Now, you had it where, um, there was a guy in a luxury car. And then there was another guy next to him in the luxury car and his car wasn't like, you know, like he had like, okay, starts off in a luxury, like big luxury SUV. All right. Then there's a guy in just like a regular luxury car and he's like, man, I wish I had that. Then you have it where there's a guy next to the guy in a luxury car. He's got a regular car. He's like, man, he's looking at the guy in just the regular luxury car. I wish I had that. Then you had in a guy that was in a hoopty, just a beater, just a half running, just car that just, you know, it's, it's amazing that the doggone thing starts. It's smoking and popping and everything. And he's like, man, I wish I had that. Just the regular car. Then there's a guy who's standing on the bus stop looking at the guy with the raggedy car. Man, I wish I had that. And there's a guy when then they show in, the guy is getting on the bus. And there's a guy who pulls up with a bike like, man, I wish I could catch the bus. 
Then there's a guy, he pulls off, they show the guy pulling off on his little bike. And there's a guy who's walking and he sees the guy on the bike like, man, I wish I had that. And then there's a guy who is watching from the balcony of his apartment in a wheelchair, looking at the guy walking like, man, I wish I had that. So trust me, there is somebody somewhere who admires you for what you have, but you. See what happens is life beats us down, Satan beats us down, your mind beats us down, people beat you down to make you believe that whatever it is you have is not good enough. You look at what somebody else has and just because it's something that you want, you feel as though that the, what you have is not good enough. Stop, don't do that. What you have is perfect. Use that and move on. You want something greater? Deal with what you got today. Be thankful for what you got today and work towards getting to what you where you wanted to be. See, stop acting like everything else for you is out of reach. It's not. You got to know how to get things. You got to know how to move, to operate, to do things, to get things, to obtain things. Okay? You got to know how to ask God for things. You got to know how to walk in faith to obtain things. You got to know how to deal with life to obtain things. First thing it starts off with, being grateful and positive. Have a gratitude about yourself where you're grateful for what you have today. Because what you have today is sufficient enough for you to move through life to get to tomorrow. You have to grow, you have to learn, you have to build, you gotta keep moving. But the only way you can do that, you gotta look at what you got. So you got a lot of people who they don't look around at their current surroundings and look at the good. They're too busy looking at the bad and guess what? They're stuck in that small space. They can't move forward. Why? Because they're too busy stuck looking at what isn't. But the individual that's looking around at what is, they're looking at the positive, they're looking for the reasons to be gratitude, grateful, I mean, they're looking for those reasons. Those are the ones who can step out of that box. Those are the ones that can move on. The ones who can say, Lord, I thank you in spite of. Those are the ones that can move forward. Prime example, look at Job. Prime example, look at David, who we're talking about. These are two men who, in spite of what they were going through, still praised God, still said thank you to God, and were able to come out of their situations. And they were able to come out of their situations on top. Bible says that the end of Job's life was blessed seven times more than the beginning of his life. Now we look at it, you look at the book of Job, you start reading about Job. Job was already a very, very, very wealthy and blessed man. So if the end of his life was seven times better, come on, man. And it all started because he did not allow himself to get, he did towards the end. But notice, you know what I'm saying? But when God stepped in, you know, he, you know, he was able to, you know what I'm saying? To pull himself back into, you know what I'm saying? But notice the whole time he was saying, hey, I know my redeemer living, my righteousness, another man won't take, blah, blah, blah. He was talking real upbeat. Despite what he was going through, his wife said, curse God and die. I said, woman, you talk like a foolish woman. Shall we receive good from God, only good from God and not bad? He, you know what I'm saying? His kids died. He found that all the possessions were gone. He said, naked I came out of this world. Naked, naked I came into this world. Naked I go out of this world. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh, in, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. No matter what, he found a reason to praise God. He found a reason to be grateful. David said, I look to the hills. He said, for, uh, why art thou cast down on my soul? He said, uh, uh, I, yea, though I walk through the valley, the shadows of death, I will fear no. He stayed in a position where he was always, I'm going to exalt God. I'm going to give God the praise. I'm going to look up instead of looking down. I'm going to constantly move forward instead of looking back. I'm not going to stand still. But that's what happens with a lot of people. They want to look back. Understand this. If you're looking back, you know, this is the same thing they tell you when you're driving. They say when you're driving, look in the direction you want to go. If you're driving forward, look forward. You look to the right, you're going to drift to the right. You look to the left, you're going to drift to the left. You look behind you, so don't tell them where you're going to go. You can't move forward looking back. Why? Because if you're looking backwards while trying to move forward, you're never going to make it where you're trying to get to. Note, 
prime example. Look at a lot of the the, 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 the goofy videos and stuff like that that's on Facebook, YouTube, and all this other kind of stuff. I love doggone, you know, fail videos and whatnot. But you get it where, like, somebody's not paying attention. They're looking behind them. You know what I'm saying? They're just, ah, oh, this and that. that and this. Boom, walk into a wall. Walk into a light pole. Walk into... Because they're not paying attention to what is in front of them. God is forever before you. You got to know that he's there. And if he's forever before you, then he's wanting to lead you. God is forever before you. And if he's forever before you, you got to see that he's there. And you got to allow him to come into your life. Allow him to come into your mind. Allow him to look at your situation and tell you how to come out of it. See, when you know how to read the Bible, you see that there's tons of instructions that tell you how to come out of every situation. How to make your life good. And if you got a good life, how to make it better. How to get delivered from sickness. How to come out of pain. How to deal with things in life that just hurt. The Bible can tell you how. But you need to know what to look for. How to look for it. How to search through the scriptures. This is the reason why I tell you guys about my church. Because I'm grateful that God put me in a church where the word of God is being preached the way it's supposed to be. The way it's supposed to be preached. You got a lot of times, you go to a lot of these churches, they're not preaching about nothing. I thank God that I go to a church where we get rebuked. I thank God we go to a church where the word of God goes forth and it's harsh. Why? Why would I thank God for that? The Bible said, if I had not been corrected, even Jesus David would said that. He said, if I hadn't been corrected, I'd have went astray. You got a lot of these churches, they're not out here correcting people. I'm grateful that I'm in a church that I'm being corrected. I'm grateful that I'm in a church where the word of God is going forth and it's telling me about things that I am or am not doing that God is pleased with or unpleased with. So that then this way I can keep myself on track with God the way that he wants me to. So that then this way when I die, my soul can get redeemed and go to heaven. I'm grateful that I'm in a church that when here it is, when I stand before God, there is no rejection of what he's taught me. Therefore, I know I'm getting in. You got a lot of these churches out there, they think they're getting in, but they don't really know. You got a lot of these churches out here, they, they condone sin. They're, they're in agreement with it. Not our church. This isn't a shameless plug. This is a, this is a grateful, proud plug. Word Evangelistic Church. You looking for a good church home? Go to the Word Evangelistic Church. We're not there to try, try to fluff filler and politics and garbage and hoopla and ha-ha and you know what I'm saying? A bunch of folks jumping up and down, speaking in tongue. And, and, and look, screw all that garbage, okay? It's all garbage if it's not genuine, number one. It's all garbage, number two, if you don't know what the hell you're doing. And it's all garbage, number three, if you're not properly doing it the way that God expects you to do it. If you don't have the lifestyle to back it up. If you don't have the proper spirit to back it up. If you're not fully saved, come on, man. I'm grateful that I'm in a church that's teaching this. So that in this way... My pastor, he's out here trying to reach individuals. And now I can come out here and spread the gospel and try to reach individuals with the truth of what needs to be said, with the truth of what people need to hear. I'm grateful that God put the word of God in my hands, that I can go and share it and spread it around. I'm grateful for that. Because you got a lot of people, a lot of people who are lost. And I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to try to reach you. You got a lot of people who want to know. And I'm grateful that I had the opportunity to, to try to reach you. Now, let's keep going into the scriptures, okay? Now it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Let's stop right there. I will bless the Lord at all times. All times. What does this mean? Meaning through the good, through the bad, through the ups, through the downs. I will bless the Lord at all times. Again, that's easier said than done, but it is doable. See, it's hard to bless the Lord when, you know, when lights and gas get shut off, five-day notices get taped to the door and all this other kind of stuff. It's hard to bless the Lord when the doctor walks in and says, you got cancer, AIDS, this, that, that, this, or the other. It's hard to bless God when a family member dies or gets sick. It's hard, to, but it is doable. Again, it starts with the individual. Stop acting like a victim. It starts with the individual who wants to do it. If you want to do it, you can. There's a difference in it's hard and it's impossible. See, when we say it's hard, we're saying it's impossible. No, 
It's hard, meaning it's doable. It's just going to be a challenge to do it. Impossible means it cannot be done. But the Bible tells me that there's nothing too hard for God. So therefore, everything that I want to do, I can do. It's up to you. Do you want to be grateful? Or do you want to just sit around and just continue to act like the world is just, just, just bearing down on you? You want to act like, woe is me. You want everybody patting you on the back. You shouldn't want everybody like, oh, there, there. Look, man, screw that. You're powerful. You got power. You have authority. You have everything you need within you. You got it. Use it. The hell are you going to do? You're going to have it be where you, somebody sits here, breaks in your house, you got a gun sitting right there on the table, and you're like, what am I going to do? No, grab the gun and pop them. Dude, what the hell are we doing? You ain't got a gun, you got a bat, hit him. You, got a, you ain't got a bat, you got a sword, swing it. Whatever you got, use it. That's the point. We're too busy looking at what we don't have. What do you got? Look at zombie movies, okay? I mean, I, Anybody who watches Two Black Eyes, you know that I'm a movie buff and blah, blah, blah. So, but you look at zombie movies, right? You look at like zombie movies and zombie video games and stuff like that, right? Now, you have it where, you know what I'm saying, individuals, they may not have guns. But what do they got? They got bats with doggone barbed wire and spikes. They got doggone swords. They got, you know what I'm saying, a pipe. Whatever it is that they can grab, that's what they got and that's what they're going to use. Why? They want to live. It started with the individual and a desire to want to do whatever. They want to live, they want to survive. And whatever they don't have, they don't look at what they don't have, they look at what they got. What do we have? What's our resources? Let's find a way to put this together and let's use that, for, let's go for what we know. That's the same way you gotta do it in life. That's the same way you gotta do it in God. That's the same way you gotta do it in your mind. That's the same way you gotta do it with gratitude. That's the same way you gotta do it when you wanna be positive. That's the same way you gotta do it when you wanna grow out of a situation. You have to start wanting it for yourself stop waiting for somebody else to want it for you you don't need other people to pray for you you can pray for yourself you don't need a pastor or this and that, that and this to come and pray for you you can pray for yourself you can petition god for yourself you can petition your life for yourself you don't need people you need god god will use people he will put the right people around you but it will be him that does it not you not other people but again, it starts with you. David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. He started with himself. He said, I, he didn't say I'm gonna wait for somebody else to praise God. He didn't say I'm gonna wait for this person. No, he said, I, meaning I'm going to take this time to, hey, I'm gonna step forward and praise God for myself. He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually, always, always continually every day that's what man hey i'm thanking god hey i'm grateful to god and it's not no but understand it's like i said it's not just about what comes out of the mouth it's about your lifestyle too it's about your works and your actions also so when he says i will continually he says his praise should continually be in my mouth it's not just that the praise is going to continue it's going to be in the way that he operates the way he acts the way he deals with situations continually meaning at all times you're not talking all the time, but you are living at all times. So therefore, everything that he goes to do is going to be something that represents the gratitude that he has towards God. All right, let's go on. Let's see. Um, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. My soul shall make his boast in the Lord. The humble shall be there. Okay, so he's saying that from, my, from the inside out, my mind, my soul. What is it? What do we mean soul? The Bible says, Jesus Christ said, it's not what goes in a man that defiles a man, but what comes up out of a man. For what comes up out of a man is evil deeds, works, this and that, that and this. What David was talking about here, my soul, in other words, what is within me shall come out. Like Jesus Christ said, not what's going out in a man, what comes out. What comes out? David's saying, what's coming out from my soul, my works, my lifestyle, my comings and goings, my doings. They shall make your boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear that. In other words, not only is it that I'm going to do this, but I'm going to show it and I'm going to show it to where people can see it. That's what he's talking about when he says, the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Meaning they're going to see what I'm doing and they're going to be glad because they're going to see 
that it can be done. They're going to see that it's able, that I'm capable. They're going to see that you can give gratitude to God. They're going to see that you can be raised from the bottom to the top. It is doable. They're going to see it. They're going to be glad. Why? Because it's going to inspire them. They're going to see it and be glad. Why? Because it's going to show them how they can do it. Again, it started with him as the individual. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Still talking about those that are around them. When they see what he's doing, when they see how he's operating, hey, they're going to praise God with him. And guess what it's going to do? It's going to cause them to start doing things to praise God for themselves. Why? Because as David is doing this, he's going to tell the people, hey, I was this and I came from that and this and that, that and this. There's people out there. There's those of you out there who are like me. You got people all around you who's telling you all kinds of negative stuff. But I'm here to tell you, I rose out of those situations and you can too. There's people that's around you that's not there of no help to you in any kind of way. I was around individuals like that too, but I rose out of it, walked away from them, and now I'm, I'm, I'm moving forward much faster than I ever was before in my life. And it all started because I chose to give God praise. It all started because I chose to take responsibility and action for my action. It all started because I said what I wanted and I went after it. There were people I had to get rid of. There were people I had to write off. There were people I had to stop dealing with. People I had to separate myself from. It is what it is. But I tell you what, after making that move, I'm grateful I did because I'm in a better position now than I was two, three, four, five, six years ago. I'm in a better position now with everything that I'm facing, with everything that I'm going through today. I'm in a much better position. I, I am in a much better position now than I was 10 years ago. To other people, I look like I'm in a worse position. But to me, I've got way more to thank God for today than I did a year ago. I'm making, I'm making progress. I see it. I give praise God, glory and honor to God. But I don't just do it in a private sense. I show it through my lifestyle. I show it through my attitude. I show it through how I treat people. I show it through how I act in life. I show it through, you know what I'm saying, how I preach the gospel. I show it in, 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 in church. I show it out of church. I show it at home. I show it wherever I am. I show it. I say it. I show it. I live it. It's the same way with you, man. All right, let's go ahead and keep going. It said, I sought the Lord. Come on, man. I've been telling you all the time. You got to seek God out. You got to go after it. You have to go after it. You go to find God, you'll find him. It said, I sought the Lord. He heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. And you don't want to come to God? Hold on, before I go ahead and and in and, and this podcast, I want to make sure that the podcast here is on YouTube because it's like the podcast only allows me like, you know, uh, an hour. I normally kill it in about 45 minutes, but I want I want the podcast to hear this and I want YouTube to hear this. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me, let's read that again. All right, let's, 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 let's read that again. It said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all of my fears and you don't want God? You're going through hell, high water, You're going through all kinds of problems. You're going through all kinds of sickness, poverty, this, that, that, this. You got all these problems and you don't want God? When here it is, you got it where he said, David said, I sought the Lord. He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. And the Bible says, God said in the word, I am the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. I am the Lord thy God, I change not. What I did for one, I'll do for all. And you don't want God? You want to sit up here and complain? Why? Why do you want to be a victim when you could be victorious like you like like David was? When you could be a victorious like other people are? We don't need to look in the Bible. Look at me. I'm a very victorious person. I have overcome so many obstacles in life. I have overcome and done so many great things. Started off with nothing and climbed to the very top. I've done it time after time after time. Giving God the gratitude and glory the whole way. But it was because I sought after God. And he delivered me from fears, trials, tribulations, sickness, hardship, death, 
poverty. He's delivering me. He's yet delivering me from this. I, like my, my pastor always says this. Not only am I the spokesman, I'm also a client. I am a client of everything what, what, this, what, what David is saying right here. Everything the Bible has said, I am a client of it. I've been healed from sickness. I've been brought back from death. Literally. Literally. I've died twice in my life. Was brought back. said the Lord delivered me from all of my fears all of my fears let's read that again it's in the Bible it's in the book of Psalms chapter 34 and we are on the fourth verse it says I sought the Lord it starts with you didn't I say it starts with you David said I me I took the initiative stop acting like a deadbeat take some doggone initiative in your life stop acting like you can't do nothing you got paralyzed people who are like, hell, I can still do this and still do that. They're out there living life to the fullest. You got your full health and strength and you're a little bit depressed. Get the hell up out of the doggone bed. Get on your doggone feet. Go outside and smell the doggone roses. Stop acting like you can't do nothing for yourself. Stop acting like life is just a horrible pit that you, didn't, that you just accidentally fell into that somebody threw you in. Trust me when I tell you, whatever position you are in right now, it's a position you somehow, someway put yourself in. Get the hell out of it. The same way you put yourself in that predicament, it's the same way you can get yourself out of that predicament. I don't care if you're homeless. I don't care if, 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 if uh, you got a bad marriage. I don't care if you got horrible kids. Whatever's going on, you got a bad life, you got a bad job, whatever. You did something somewhere that contributed to that. It may not be completely your fault, but at some point in time, you did contribute to that. So therefore, you can still get yourself out of it. But it's up to you. I sought the Lord and I got out of mine. You can seek the Lord and do the same. He said, I really said, I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord. And he heard me because I sought after him. You look for somebody that's lost. You ever, anybody ever lose a kid in the store? You go run through, Danny. Danny, where are you? Hey, Danny. You know, and you go call for him until he said, I'm over here, mom. I'm in the toy section. I'm over here by the chips. David said, I sought out the Lord. And then he said, he heard me. And then he said, after he heard him, he delivered me from all of my fears. But you don't want God. Somebody who can deliver you from, no, you want to turn to drugs. You want to turn to alcohol. And then you want to say your life is crap. Yeah, your life is crap because you're too high to do anything. Your life is crap because you're sitting on the couch eating Cheetos all day watching sad, sad sorry, crappy movies. As opposed to somebody who's dealing with the same thing you're doing and they're getting up and still tackling life saying life is good. Well, how can you say life is good? Because I'm not going to let life beat me down. I'm not going to let life get the best of me. I sought the Lord. He heard me. Now, yes, I've got this, this, this going bad, but I've also got these things working that's going to wind up eventually coming down to these things. And just like those things turned good, so are these things. Okay? I sought the Lord. He heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked unto him and were, and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. So therefore, David isn't just talking about himself. He's talking about other people. Hey, they looked to him. They were lightened. They weren't ashamed. I, hey, I looked at God. He delivered me from all my fear. Now look at them too. So there's other people who are around David. It's another thing you got to do. If you're looking to change, you know, how things are moving for you, it's a good possibility you got to change your environment. All right. Hey, podcast, uh, uh, all my podcast people, thanks for tuning in. I'll check you guys next week. But you guys on YouTube, stay tuned.